Hey y'all, welcome to But Now We Said It, where we know new episodes of Housewives are great and all, but nothing beats an old episode of Housewives. Today we are covering Real Housewives of Orange County, season one, episode three, and I have one of my favorite people ever here to recap the episode with me. Her name is Raven. You may know her on Instagram, at Mainly Bravo, or her podcast, Bitch Is Better podcast. Hi, Raven. You are truly so, so funny. And Aww. your tweets, your Instagrams, your memes, everything is great. And you know, we always have such a great time um, when we chat on your pod. And I'm so yes, lucky do. to have you here today. Thank you. I'm so excited. And I am honored that you would ask me to come on. So this is going to be your time. I already know. <laughs> oh, yes. This episode, there was a lot of a lot going on this episode. That's for sure. Mm-hmm, a lot mm-hmm. of entertainment. A lot of problematic things. I feel like we finally, um, you know, I've been recapping the earlier episodes and we hadn't really hit too much of the problematic stride yet of OC. And I think this episode is where we do. Yeah. And you were like, (laughs) we knew it was coming. When was it going to be? Because we can't remember. Absolutely. Yes. You know, Old Faithful is OC in Dallas. All problematic. Yes. Yes. We can always (laughs) count on them for problematic behavior. Absolutely. Absolutely. So again, but now we said it is looking back at our old seasons and sort of paying homage to the golden years of Housewives, right? Mm -hmm. So when you got into Bravo and Housewives, was Real Housewives of Orange County season one your very first? And did you watch it in real time? It was. I did. So I was in high school, but my mom was watching this. And I was like, oh, what is that about? Let me just check it out. And I was like, oh, okay, I like it. I will continue to watch. And that's exactly how it started. So we have together been watching since the beginning. (laughs) Wow. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. And did you immediately go into New York, Atlanta, everything as they all followed? I did. And I'll tell you, New York, I was not feeling it in the beginning. And that was my mom's favorite. And I was like, I don't like this at all at all. And then Atlanta came around and I was like, oh, black people. Okay. (laughs) Watching that is good. And I actually, I don't remember. I mean, it was a few seasons in before I started back with New York because I was like, this is trash. (laughs) I'm glad you brought that up because I don't know that I've actually ever mentioned that, but New York, I did not appreciate New York early on either. Mm -mm. And it's crazy because it's the best. Mm-hmm. Well, it was what? the best for a while. Yeah, yeah. R.I.P. <laughs> no, <season>. don't. R- <laughs> oh, don't do this. <laughs> I know. It's just a rough. I mean, it's really a rough season because, and it's only because these women do not know each other, have zero relationships, and do not care about each other. To be honest, no, they're not trying to either. So it's like, okay, so we're just not gonna. All right, mm-hmm. fine. And you know what? Five housewives can work, but in this sense, five housewives is not working. This cast is not strong enough to just have five. Mm-mm. No, I don't. What would you like to see moving forward for New York? Well, they definitely need seven to eight people. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about like bringing old ones back, except for Dorinda. I mean. Obviously, (laughs) she needs to be back. Um, Do I need anyone else that was like previously on back? Not particularly. And I mean, that includes you, Bethany. I'm sorry. I don't. (laughs) I am like, you know, in or out, bitch. Like I can't with the back and forth. It's like a bit much. Okay. I have to say with the Bethany of it all, it's frustrating as a viewer and lover of Bravo to watch the waxing and waning of how she feels and treats the show. Yeah. It's like when she comes back, it's all praise. And then when she leaves, it's like she drags the show. Yeah. And then if something doesn't work out, AKA the HBO max stuff and whatever, it's like, Oh, I'm back to praising it again, but in a different way. So it, it it's just, to me, it's so calculated. And an, it's almost like she thinks that we don't see right, it's that like, she's doing that. You know, you put it on Twitter and Instagram and we all follow you and can see that, right? Like you're a flip flopper and we don't like that. Literally. <laughs> we don't. We do not do that. No. <laughs> the Cynthia Bailey of it all. Come on now. Literally. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. So well, I don't know. I'm sure they can find 
some some new ladies who actually have like real relationships and stuff, but they need to like put in the work. Let's say let's go through the cast and whether you want them to stay okay. or what you want them done. Oh god. So Ramona. Oh, listen. Ramona, this really should be like a simple yes or no question. <laughs> <laughs> Ramona had been one of my favorites for a really long time and I feel like I have stuck with her through some really <laughs> bad times <laughs> but right now I am so angry at her I, I'm like I don't need her back but I do think she should be back does that make sense uh, yeah it now, does I'm it's a flip flopper oh my god oh my yeah, god I, I just look I'm dragging myself I didn't even mean to <laughs> I think she's so a great totally housewife. She just this season really put me over the edge with her. I need time. <laughs> totally. I completely get what you're saying because people always are like, how do you like Ramona? How do you like her? And I'm like, I thinking when I say I love Ramona, I'm thinking of like Ramona pre last season. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. one through 11, I would say. That was like iconic Ramona. Yeah. But last season and this season, she's just not de- one last season. She just wasn't really delivering for me this season. She's just really on the wrong side of everything. Yeah. And it's like, I just need her to like get, get back to old school Ramona that we all love, even though she's like a monster. Mm-hmm. Like and- She's our monster. And but. Right. She needs to deliver. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if she needs a break or I don't know if she'll even if she even is able to get back to that. But I'm not sure that I'm like, yeah, get her out of here. I don't know. I feel like I I can't let her go, but she needs to step it up if she stays. It's a toxic relationship. (laughs) Like with your boyfriend, you're like, if you don't make some changes, you're out of here. With and it's like our boyfriend that we actually don't know, or they don't even know we exist. Essentially, mm-hmm. like <laughs> absolutely, that's exactly it. We're literally talking into the void, and we think that she hears us, but she doesn't. She don't hear us. She don't she even hear care. the people speaking directly to her. So no, <laughs> she'll never hear us. Your verdict on Ramona? She's gonna stay. Right? Yeah, she's not going anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Sonia, I want Sonia to stay always. I love her. Same. Her clown ass. Same. Yeah, she can stay. <laughs> She's truly incredible. Mm-hmm. And you know what I've noticed? You know how I do my brackets? Um, yes. Yes. And they're amazing. I mean, yes. I, lo- I mean, I love the brackets. What I found from my followers, and I mean, it's not shocking, but Sonia really is like the most beloved, I feel like all the time in when I look through my brackets and everything, like she really cleans house every round that she's in. And I think she's just an easy one. Yeah. She's so likable. That's why when I do see some people, it's not a lot, but I do see them and they're like, I don't like Sonia. And it's like, how do you not like Sonia? What has she done to you? Like what? (laughs) Exactly. She's just so lovable. Like I don't even, I don't get that. She's the life of the party. She gives us delusions that I'm obsessed with, like truly obsessed with. But then you also know underneath all of that, there is some truth to some of the things that we're just like, girl, that's crazy. And then we're now getting a little more vulnerable on the Sonya side, which is a lot. And It is. And it's nice to see a different side of her. I mean, not to say... I enjoy all sides of her, whatever she's given me. But I was like, oh, on the last episode, you know, when she's like talking about her dad and stuff, I was like, oh. I'm obsessed with her idea of these water pills messing with her and her drinking. Why is she's so stuck on the water pills? And she's like, I really need for everyone to understand the only reason things got out of hand. It was the water pills. It was my water so pill. Stick- <laughs> what? Like sorry, and you <laughs> and you came to this conclusion with Ramona. Like you're gonna you, right. <laughs> you don't want to get a second opinion. <laughs> okay, fine. It is fine. fascinating to me how these women can spin all of these things. All right, Luann. 
Luann's my number one favorite housewife of all time. Did you not know that? Really? Yeah, I, I, I love, knew that. I love Lou. Even through, because she's done her things too, right? Oh, totally. She, I don't, because I love her so much, I feel like it's very easy for me to forgive her, even if she does the same thing as other people. I'm a hypocrite yeah. too. I am. I just, I don't, I You're just love her so much. I am. Drag but me. aren't we all Everyone drag in reality? Me. Yeah, I, evidently. Fine. I think we don't. We drag all these women for being flip floppers, but in reality, I think we're all flip floppers. Because mm-hmm. the more I speak on this podcast, it's like, okay, <laughs> you are a flip flopper too. That's you know what? I accept it. It's fine. I'm gonna roll with it. We just gotta own it. Yeah, but I love her. I don't want her to go anywhere. I just I think she is so interesting. Now this season is she not particularly? Um, she's not doing a lot, but like I don't care. I'm mixed on Lou. I feel like Lou doesn't have a lot more to show us. What I will say about Lou is it's weird. She's never been like a favorite housewife of mine or anywhere near it. Mm -hmm. But what I will give her is I personally believe she has had the most iconic story arc on Housewives out of all Housewives. I agree. That's why I love her so much. She's just so interesting. I feel like even before Housewives, she lived like 20 different lives and then like 10 more after it. It's like, who are you? Like, totally. Like, give me that like book when, now, please. <laughs> <laughs> when Lou had that special about her life, like before Housewives, yeah. I was like, I, first of all, I want that for a lot of these Housewives. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they're interesting enough to have one. Yeah. But hers was fascinating. Mm-hmm. So fascinating. She is so interesting to me. <laughs> like, yes. I feel like I could be okay with her as a friend of. I could also be okay with her coming back, I suppose. But I I truly don't know what she's bringing us now. No, she needs um, to come up with something else. Yeah. And she can. And I, I just... Yeah. Do it now, I mean, please. <laughs> what about Leah? I don't... I'm not attached to her at all. So she can go. I. I'm not... I, whatever. <laughs> I don't yeah. care. Ebony. Yeah, I want her to stay because I just want to see more. I'm. Yeah. I want. I feel like everyone should get at least two seasons. Um, Except so Peggy Salehan. Mm. Oh my god! <laughs> no, she should have gotten a second season too. Bite your tongue. Just because I just think it's fair. <laughs> as long as you don't do anything like horribly horrible, and even the people do all the time, and they get another season. Not Peggy Salehan. Ch- oh my she, god! That woman did not know she was on camera. I feel like she, like she. I don't know how she made it through casting. <laughs> I don't either. Who, like, who made that call? I am truly. I've literally said for since that season aired. I'm like. How is this woman on our screens? She does not know how to act or be normal in front of a camera. Like, how did she make it this far? Bless her heart. I don't know. But whoever let her through, like that entire, whoever had anything to do with that decision, they're all gone now. That's why she didn't get a second season. (laughs) They were like, okay, we've accepted a lot from y'all. But this one, (laughs) this ain't it. You took it too far now. You got to get out. And take her with you. Ebony, for me, I would be interested to see her come back. I have two things about her that I'm unsure. Okay. I feel like Housewives is not the best platform for what she brings. Mm -hmm. Like, she is so smart, so brilliant. And I actually, I really do like her. Mm -hmm. Part of me wonders, you know, I know we've had a rough you know, a few episodes so far. Oh my God. You know, like with understanding past and meshing and understanding each other, whatever. Mm-hmm. Part of me wonders, she's so intellectual that I wonder if she thinks that her, le- what she thinks is fun, truly, mm-hmm. is to the rest of us is not really fun or interesting because she's just so smart and on another level. Yeah, you know I, mean, what I mean, yeah, absolutely. Because that's a thing. So I'm sure. Totally. she's way smarter than everyone on the cast. They don't really have anything in common. So, you know, she can kind of roll with them and do what they're doing. But that's not really her cup of tea. Um, They cannot roll with her. What if they bring, like, one of her friends? 
that's not necessary. Yeah. That's like somewhere in the middle. I'd be totally game for that because I I need somebody that can bring out that hopefully that side of her mm-hmm. that and prove me wrong that maybe she is she can be like a really fun party girl or something. Yeah, I want to see. A different side of her. I think she's very one note right now. Yes. Mm-hmm. And okay. that's not her fault necessarily. No, it's just what's um, going on. She that's just what's she's going working on. with what she has. <laughs> and then finally Brashan. TVZ on her. I'm not really vibing with her right now. And you I know what's funny. I can't put my oh, finger on it. It's not even the thing with Sonia. What's interesting <clears throat> with Brashan so like when she first came on the couple episodes, I think she was I was like, Oh yes, I like this. This this energy's great. The one thing that struck me as odd was like at the dinner when she almost felt like a producer puppet, like they right. sort of like told her to do that mm-hmm. or something. It was just so out of nowhere. The grandma thing, I I didn't think they would actually take offense because me neither. it's a normal phrase to say like when you're like, oh, let's have more fun. Don't be a grandma. Like, right. It's not that, that offensive. No, when they I was not expecting for them to get that upset, especially Lou. Yeah. Like, girl, what is going on? Do you feel like you're boring? Is that why it's like hitting you (laughs) in a different way? Like what's going on? And then the next episode, I was back with her. I was all all in on Bershawn again because I also hated how Leah literally lied. Unless we didn't see all of the footage, which we didn't. No, she lied though. Unless there was more. (laughs) She literally said Bershawn was egging her on. And I'm like, if you just rewatch what happened, she did not egg her on. At all. No. And so, you remember clearly because you're not drinking now. So you know exactly what happened. Why are you lying? Yeah, yeah I didn't yeah. like that. That's why Leah. <laughs> I've been Girl, okay bye. with her. I know you don't like her at all. But I was like, oh, you know, I haven't really turned on her just yet. But she's really getting on my nerves. Like, really. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm like, you can go. I wouldn't miss you. I got blocked by her because I made you a You did? Yeah, I didn't even I didn't even tag or anything, but of course well, other you people know. were. Yeah. Yeah. So um but I did see from my personal Instagram that she had posted something like you wanted us to have diversity to have these like hard conversations now that we are the Bravo accounts are turning against us essentially. I that's just a summary of it. Well and I'm like no that's like a not big generalization. Like that's not there's tons of Bravo accounts and there's some that are Completely different, okay? And those are not the totally. ones who wanted for the diversity. They weren't calling for it. Right. A lot of them. So that that's why they're upset. This is something different. Wait, what was your meme? Yeah. Oh, it was like Leah calling Heather a Karen when she's being the most Karen out of all of them and like saying that she's an ally, but then deciding to mm-hmm. not mm-hmm, want to mm-hmm, vote mm-hmm. or whatever. Yep, yep, yep. You can't be an ally and then do that. No, you can't. You it know. can't be both. You know, the way she was reacting towards Heather at the Hamptons, I was like, you are like not getting your way. You're you're you doing basically it. want to speak to the manager. Yeah, you're doing it right now. You don't even see. Exactly. So and then I put like her confessional and then I put Kate Gosselin hair on it to make it like a Karen. <laughs> oh, I think I remember it now. <laughs> she did not love that, I guess. Whatever. But, There's been a it, lot worse things. So if totally she's getting mad about that girl. The talks about the important talks about race and everything is not the issue here. The, and like I said earlier, it's the friendships is the problem mm-hmm. and the connections. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's get into Real Housewives of Orange County, episode three. So we're opening up with Vicky and Lori. They're getting ready for this insurance convention in New Orleans. Could not be less excited about going on a trip. No. I love in New Orleans, but insurance convention. I mean, mm-hmm. not not a good time. No. Vicky, it just was crazy to see her and whatever, what year was this, like 2006, 2007, before, Mm -hmm. like, all of the work and everything. I was like, wow, I forgot. I forgot. Well, so that's, they were at their house and she's talking about how Lori said she should get Botox. And she said she had never had it. I call bullshit on that. Oh, you don't believe her? You know me? No, me as a so I'm a nurse injector. Yeah, um, I I'm trained to see these things. She has definitely had filler in those in her cheeks. I would be very shocked if she did not. If that was her actual cheeks in those moments, mm-hmm. 
So I just thought it was funny that she was pretending like she had never had it. Well, because I was, was shocked because I was like, really? I don't know. Like going into it, I guess I just assumed because of all the work she had gotten done <laughs> after right. that, that this was not a new thing to her. So I was like, oh, my God, is Lori to blame? She got her started. This was the gateway. Like <laughs> her gateway drug was both gateway drug. Like, I, I mean, I I'm thought it was strange. It. So I'm going to go with you. I believe you then. Why would she lie about that? Who cares? You know, I feel like at the time, it was one of those things where it was still kind of taboo. I mean, even today, people hide that they do it. And I'm like, it's "It's not a big deal. No, no one cares. Yeah. Yeah. But we did get, you know, the iconic, I don't want to get old. Mm -hmm. My favorite is Lori when she's getting hers done. She's like, you know, I think if I look young and attractive... I'll do really well at this insurance convention. Ma'am, are you looking to get a man? Or are you looking to advance your career or both? Yeah, it's the man part. When she said that, I was like, girl, what are you talking about? That's not going to help you do any good work. Like, so did you catch yourself when you were saying that? And you were like, I think it's going to help me catch a man. And she was like, oh, no, I probably shouldn't say that. <laughs> so then we get to Joe. You know, Joe's telling Slade about how she took his advice and hung out with Kimberly, had a great time. And she said, Kimberly has this banging body. She aspires to look like her one day. They're talking about sort of they, she opens up about, I'm happy, but I'm bored, but I'm happy. Yikes. Can you be both? That, I mean, I don't like being bored. I mean, there's times where I like being by myself and having my me time, obviously, Mm -hmm. but I don't like being bored. Yeah, so I don't think it's possible to be happy and bored. No, I don't think so either. I don't really get bored, but I was just like, the way you're saying that, like, I'm not buying it, Joe. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you're trying to lessen the blow for Slade, which I don't even know why. But um, he didn't even <laughs> care, though. He was just like, eh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever. He's... Slade was very about Slade and what he wanted out of this relationship and his trajectory very much not open to what she wanted no i don't even think he listened to her at all whenever she spoke it's weird because in this season we see such a great side of him as a father but as a partner although he is very much like wants to provide for her and give her this like you know, luxury, luxurious life. Giving that is not what makes a great relationship. No. You have to give like a full package. Right. And he thinks that's it. And if I'm giving you all Mm -hmm. this, you need to do exactly what I want you to do. And it's like, well, that's not really how people work. So. And that's when I say, bye, I'm heading out. Yeah, that's why I can't. That's with these rich guys, it seems like that's how it goes. I probably shouldn't make that type of generalization, but it's like, okay, if I'm giving you all of this money, then I'm just going to control you. When it's like, well, yeah. that's not really going to work for me. So no. <laughs> then we get to Kimberly and she's planning her Palm Springs trip. She's, this is a, her husband seems like a guy that we actually enjoy because she says, I'm fine with leaving him with the kids. If anything, I love that, you know, she says, I prohibit sugar in the house. Mm -hmm. He's sneaking in donuts in there. And that is what (laughs) I live for. It was so cute. (laughs) It was so cute. (laughs) She's like, I'm going to have to come back and detox my kids from sugar. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, are you? Because I'm sure they're going to be okay with a little bit of sugar. And I feel like they're eating sugar all the time. You just don't know. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 1,000%. No. He definitely has like a drawer full of candy. If they aren't doing something, he just bribes them with that Mm -hmm. is my guess. That's what I would do. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) And then then we get to Gina. Um, Shane was drafted by the Oakland A's, but he decided not to sign and he wants to go to a junior college so that he gets more playing time. We see more of the spoiled Shane of like, I'm not living in the dorms. Um, and Gina admits to spoiling him. Mm-hmm. You know, she says that she did. And a startling um, quote from Gina: "We leave Kara at home alone a lot." <laughs> Poor Kara. Kara. <laughs> <laughs> this girl's got the 
incredible head on her shoulders. I mean, that's a reason why you can is like, you know, I don't have to worry about her. She does everything. But it's also like, does she get the, you know, praise that she deserves? I hope, you know? Yeah. And I, yeah. And I feel like she didn't. Well, I don't know. Maybe she got some praise, but she's like, yeah, the golden child. He's out there doing whatever. And I was like, oh, yeah, go to the spot, girl. You deserve it. There's a lot of material things that she got, but it seems like she needed a little more of the you're just as incredible as your brother. Yes, yes, absolutely. Because she played some sports, too, right? She she was pretty good. She was very smart. Like, yeah. super, super smart. So, Aww. you know, well, we're rooting for Kara and she's, you know, she's living life and has a beautiful family now. So. Yeah, that's true. And then we get back to Slade and Joe. So the, this, to me, I find so creepy. Slade, you know, had a meeting with this man, Brent, who he saw a potential partnership to that would bring in a ton of revenue for his company which he also makes his money on commission so that would in turn mean a lot for him right mm-hmm, didn't mm-hmm. go well in the first one he did not like slate oh, he was like get out no. <laughs> totally out not into it so slade thinks you know what i need to find him in the wild and just casually run into him and then like kind of force my way into his life so he just shows up at the equestrian center where this potential client would be and he's there with his family and I felt like it was like a sneak attack. It absolutely was and it was scary like how did you know that man was going to be there? Right? And were you like following him around? Like how did you get this information? You're stalking And why him. did you think that would be normal, especially normal to do on national television? <laughs> I'm admitting to stalking this man. Right. <laughs> That's why he got fired and then he couldn't get another job because they were like, this man is dangerous. He's a lunatic. (laughs) We don't want him anywhere near any of us. It was so bizarre to me. But you know what? It worked. He mentioned, you know, Joe wants to get into horseback riding, which Joe's like, I don't want to do Joe did not want to get into horseback riding. (laughs) No. She's like, I'll support my man, even though he's not supporting me right now. She's a team player. Yeah. Yeah. She really, she rallied. And so they, Joe Slade and Grayson, which it's crazy seeing little Grayson on this season, right? I know. He's just like a little baby. Yes. They arrive at Brent and Cindy's mansion and it it was enough to make Joe insecure and inadequate and this guy's giving them the tour oh the people doing our pool did gianni versace's pool so obnoxious but like very oc i'm with it (laughs) right so we have that and then right after this tour you know flaunting everything we get his wife cindy showing off her flip phone that is bedazzled with rhinestones oh those phones man i was dying she also tells um joe i you know we can hook you up i'll i'll help you get it or whatever then she talks about (laughs) she's planning to put cz's in her truck wheels 150 carats and we flash to this truck that is lifted so high off the ground with these pink wheels and she's putting cz's in them hideous and i was like I want to know where she's from because that looks like a truck <laughs> truck that I see riding around here in South Carolina. Or do they do that, that everywhere? Is, I just thought it was like a Southern thing. That was like, so I went to high school in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. but I was like in rural farm town yeah. and everybody loves their pickup trucks. Yeah. I mean, straight up. They do the lifting and all of that. Into the sky. Yes. Literally. <laughs> yeah. So I, I totally saw that image. Mm-hmm. In my hometown. Okay. So this screams new money, obviously. (laughs) And then, of course, Brent, you know, they're back having cocktails and Slade tries to bring up business really casually. No, sir. Brent was not (laughs) having it. He was like, no, we're just having drinks and having a good time today. Okay. I didn't forget about our horrible meeting. (laughs) Right. Literally. I'm like, I don't even know why you're in my house right now, to be honest. (laughs) Like, how did we even get here? I don't know. 
And finally, we get to Slade not only calling his fiance dumb, but then brings up her mm-hmm. background and where she came from in a insulting way. And I'm like, why is there all this pretty white gate around everywhere? <laughs> it's really bad. He's like, honey, it's an equestrian. I didn't even know we had an equestrian or a equestrian center. Equestrian center. We call these Joeisms. There are certain things that are obvious to the common folk. And and Joe, Joe's from Peru. Aww. So many things escape her. Pardon? Pardon is right. Like, what what does that have to do with anything? And then he's petting her head as he's doing it. I, I don't know what I would have done, but I know I would have had an attitude the rest of the night. Because I can't hide that kind of stuff. And like, are you insane talking to me like that? And in front of like other people that we don't even know? And saying that because I'm from Peru, I don't understand things. Or I just... I'm sorry. Like, that's not it. Maybe I just didn't... I couldn't think of the word equestrian center. Because I don't do that. I don't know what an equestrian center... I've never uttered those words before. Because why would I? I'd be like, the place where they have the horses. I don't know. I don't even like horses, really. I hate horses. I'm terrified. Okay, I have an irrational fear a little bit of them as well. Mine's rational. I got thrown off when I was a Girl Scout. Yes. Troop 944 went to Diamond D Ranch. (laughs) And that horse got spooked. They're so scared of everything and started, you know, bucking or whatever. And I went flying off of it. I was like, oh, that's it. No. Joe definitely in her confessional was like, okay, I'm trying to let loose and I'm having fun and you're making fun of me, calling me dumb. Like, what the hell? And so I felt for her on that. Me too. And who is that fun for? Like, you're you're just being a dick. I don't, I I wonder what that car ride home was like. Even the other couple, like Brent and Cindy, they even looked at him sideways a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. So that was like even they, more. Brent was like, I knew were, I didn't like him. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, then we get to back to Lori and Vicky. And it's I love how they did this, where they go back and forth between Lori and Vicky having the conversations with their daughters. Because <laughs> it's beautiful. It's, it's so gorgeous. <laughs> like, they truly just the juxtaposition of how and how different the two of them are, you know. Mm-hmm. Brianna, she's Vicky trusts her with anything. She'll still give her the rundown, but she knows she's not going to do anything. Yeah, she just got to tell her because that's Vicky. <laughs> but then we got Lori telling Ashley, and Ashley's just laughing the whole time at, at the rules. <laughs> like, yeah, no, probably not. Mm-hmm. And she's, no, like, why can't I have sleepovers? No, why can't I do this? <laughs> Lori, it's written all over the wall right there. You're going to She's going to have a party. She, She's going to do something. She had to know. Like, why did you even waste your time writing down whatever you wrote on that little sheet of paper that was used as a coaster later? Like, why <laughs> did you even do that? Like, <laughs> Incredible. You know your you kid. Know, it's, you know, I got to say it's for effort. It, we got a We got a little effort there. She tried. Um, she tried. You know, maybe she should have just locked <laughs> Ashley out of the condo for the weekend or something and had her go somewhere yeah, Go stay with one of your friends. Yes. You're not staying here because you can't be trusted. You're going to tear up my house. No. You're going to run up my light bill. That too. You know? You're going <laughs> to spill your like Hawaiian punch vodka drink on, <laughs> on my couch. Like, no. I'm fascinated by the ability of people like teenagers and to or underage people to be able to drink on camera. Right? It's fascinating to me. Why are they allowed? I didn't even my, think about that. You're at, you're right. And there's a lot of that. They have coronas. In they were yes. with those other girls too. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So my only thought process, like, I've never found out why that was okay. But the only thing I can think of is, so they can't prove that that was a corona, even though it's a corona bottle, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have no proof. But like. It's very obviously a Corona. Like, very. I feel like they're admitting to drinking. Yeah. <laughs> There's oh martini glasses. Yeah. 
Then one of my favorite parts of this happened. So we finally, they, they finish off. They're heading out to New Orleans. Vicky talks about how she can finally be herself when she gets out of the gates. That's a little sad. Very. How much of <laughs> Like, what are you allowed to do behind these gates? Like, wh- It's like she feels she's judged when she's behind the gates. So she has to be a certain person. I'm like, and when she gets out, she can be whoever she wants. Well, that's no way to live your life. No, that's terrible. Why would you would live someplace like that? <laughs> that no. doesn't sound like a good time. Constantly proving yourself and your worth to people that probably aren't even that close with. Probably don't even like them. Yes. (laughs) I mean, fascinating. So Lisa's sister's coming to meet them in New Orleans and Lori's luggage did not arrive because Lori showed up late to the airport and she could not check her bag. (sighs) I'm very much a Lori, a Robin, a... Everybody with flights. Oh my God. You are? I am not. I, I am. am quite the opposite. I'm like, let's get there four hours early because something might oh, happen. No. Oh no. Oh no. I am I like, can't. <laughs> it is a freaking thrill for me. I'm in the Uber. Like, you on are edge. sick. Like, I'm a sick. <laughs> you, I'm sick. I would never, I wouldn't be able to travel with you. I would just be, my stomach would be in knots. I would be throwing up. <laughs> I would be, like, we're going to be late. I'm always scared they're going to lose my bag anyway. It's never happened to me. Yeah, because I'm always well, early, but I'm always like they're gonna lose it. And so seeing that, I was like, oh, because you were late. This is your fault. This was my favorite part, though. Vicky says, "Lisa and I will be staying at the Windsor Court Hotel. Lori couldn't afford to pay for the Windsor Court, so she's actually in a lesser priced hotel." Lisa and I will be staying at the Windsor Court Hotel. Lori couldn't afford to pay for the Windsor Court, so she's she's actually in a lesser uh, priced hotel. I've already put out the money for her leads and her time being in my office that I want her to pay her own way on this trip. Oh, no. That would be fine. Thank you. Hey, Grace, anything else we can do for you? Please let us know. They upgraded to this most amazing suite. I feel like I'm a queen in a big palace. (laughs) I lost it. I was like, (laughs) you're dragging this poor girl about her finances, and then she has the nerve I've already put out the money for her leads and her time being in the office. I want her to pay her own way on this trip. It's like, it'll be good for her, you know? Right? She's like, builds character. While she's shopping for cash. Right. So you go stay in the Motel 8, and we'll be over here. <laughs> Whatever like, hotel they're at. Like, this is, this is so mean. Vicky <laughs> upgraded to a suite. Lori looks like she's in a budget inn that, like, smells like semen and regret. And she like, was sitting on top of that comforter, too. Oh. I was like, ew, nasty. <laughs> you mm-hmm. can get off of that. The remote don't work to the TV. She can't change it. <laughs> Where was she staying? I have to know. Like, it what? was Motel 8. <laughs> it was a moment. And, you know, of course, she calls Vicky and she's like, oh, you're at the pool? My bags aren't here still. Cut scene. Poor thing. Vicky like, did not give a fuck about her. No, she was having a good time. And it's like, oh, sorry. There's no way there was a pool at wherever Lori was staying. And if there was, no. she should not put her body into it. There was probably, there may be a hot tub that's actually just a, a small bathtub that, Probably she would need antibiotics right after getting in it. Well, absolutely, it she is. would. <laughs> oh, ew! But you know, then we get back to Joe, and Joe reluctantly, <laughs> she's such a ch- team player. What a trooper! Goes to meet Cindy to ride horses. <sighs> How about them horses? <laughs> <laughs> what did Cindy have How on the horses too? <laughs> she had. Pink leggings on the horses. The leggings. And the hooves had glitter all over them. That's, yes. Painted the all over. Jesus. Those poor horses. Meanwhile, so Cindy's like sitting up top this horse with the, the pink leggings and the glitter hooves. And she's wearing this tank top that gave me Ramona True Faith energy. Yes. Did you see yes, that? Yes, I did. That big old cross, black. Oh. True to Faith. 2006 of it all. Oh, it was... <laughs> Truly a moment. It was. Joe did a good job. She was a good sport. She made it through. She, at the end, held her martini, but also said, horseback riding ain't for me. No. And I agree with you, Joe. Why did she show up in heels, though? Like, why was she wearing a <laughs> heel? 
Come on. Because, you know, a, a sensible six-inch stiletto is how I like to ride my horses. Yeah. They're like, please don't dig your heels into my horse. <laughs> Can you be like, careful when you're squeezing it? So then we get back to Gina and, you know, they're touring the college with Coach Sky. And Kara said the most relatable quote that I've ever heard on Housewives. Actually, the longer I'm alone, the more money I spend. <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> Like, where's this money coming from? But I'm spending it, you know. Uh, she is spending it's... it up. And it's funny because before uh, Gina and them, before they left, she was like, transfer some money into your account so you don't <laughs> overdraft. So Kara, absolutely. She just be swiping like there's no tomorrow. You know it. And I identify with that. Me My too. boyfriend <laughs> hates. He's like, another packet. What did you order now? What did you order now? Same. The Amazon people are here every day. I don't care. Always. Uh, no shame no, in my game. Either. Like, mind your business. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I need a new Speedo. Sometimes I need a new wig. You know? It happens. It, everything is on there. And I don't feel like going to the store all the time. So with Kimberly, we find out nine years ago, she had her third malignant melanoma mm-hmm. and was given two to five years left to live. I mean, third, first, well, like one alone is crazy but three right it it reminds me her her attitude so much reminds me of Bershawn in a sense yes where she's saying you know i'm living every moment to the fullest i don't give a fuck Mm -hmm. what people think i'm gonna be me and i'm gonna enjoy every minute yeah absolutely and i respect it you know totally yes girl go out there and have a good time with your friends and you know what she says I like going away with this group because we can get tipsy, we can let loose, Mm -hmm. we can have fun. And you just overhear the one girl say, this is so romantic, should we make out? (laughs) (laughs) When you're, Kimberly says, you know, when you're with a big group of blondes, you get a lot of attention. Do you now? (laughs) I bet y'all do. I bet you do. (laughs) It got me excited for what we're going to see later in the episode because I was intrigued what this group of girls was going to do. We get to the restaurant. It's a hibachi. (laughs) You know, I feel like when's the last time you've been to a hibachi restaurant? I couldn't tell you. (laughs) I couldn't tell you because I was like, wow. Is that like a thing of 2006? I don't know. Or cruise ships? Yeah, I guess so. Literally, I do not know. But we did that for prom when you... (laughs) Yes, <laughs> did you too? <laughs> yes, we went there for prom dinner. Every like it was like the the thing to do for prom was mm-hmm. go to. I can't remember the name of it, but hibachi that was the thing. And yeah, literally the last time I had gone to a hibachi restaurant was 2006. Yeah, when they were there. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> it. Maybe a few times after, but I literally cannot remember. I do not remember. Tell me about what your thoughts on the food chain was. Uh, okay. Let's explain the food chain. Now that was nasty. So I'm not sure. Did they have like a piece of shrimp or chicken or what, whatever they had? I think it was chicken. Okay. And you know how you're sitting at the hibachi table. So they start at one end and you've got the piece of chicken in your mouth. You pass it to the person next to you and you just pass it all the way down. By mouth. Um, yes, by mouth. So that is going to be a no for me, even pre-COVID. Uh, no. <laughs> Why can't you just let that man toss it into your mouth? Like, can we? You don't have to add extra games to this hibachi experience. I, I was just so sh- and like the one between Layla and this other girl because Layla, I feel like, is like a, a friend of the season. Mm-hmm. We get a lot of confessionals throughout the season of her. Layla to this other girl, it was almost like a makeout situation. Oh I'm yeah, like, what are you girls getting into g- tonight? Mm, you know. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Then they all are chanting to toss it into Kimberly's cleavage. Cleavage, 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 cleavage. (laughs) So as one does, the hibachi guy tosses it and lands in Kimberly's 32 double D titty cleavage. Absolutely. Excellent work. everyone is so excited. Yeah. He is like, oh, I'm working for this tip. Absolutely. (laughs) Good aim. I was I was very impressed. And then my favorite part, they finally get to the club. And this is where I don't think people were I mean, because I didn't remember how truly iconic Kimberly just was just as an entertainment 
purpose. A lot of the time, she has such a level head and she has good insight on a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Most of the time. Mm-hmm. And this scene when they're at the club, it was like auntie's gone wild. Like Truly. I was like, truly. I did not remember Kimberly the being iconic, like this. So I, that hair flip was the hair flip. everything. Camille, everything. who? Okay. Exactly. Oh, like, come Kyle on. Kyle who even. Oh, yeah. Oh, because she was in that helicopter situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will have to, I do have to like say one thing about Kimberly with the hair. She has interesting um, extensions. <laughs> interesting guess. Okay, okay. Very interesting because they don't blend, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, no, they don't. It's like she chose the longest hair extension she could get mm-hmm. while she has pretty sh- decently short hair that is pretty damaged. Yeah. And so it's like we have a line here where her hair is and then we have the line at the bottom where her extensions end. I'm going to need them to get a little better with extensions in Orange County. It seems like that seems to be a trend. It is. And it's wild. Like, y'all... When you look at the finished product, right. (laughs) When you look at the finished product, are you like, yes, this looks good. I did a good job installing these. I'm proud of my work. (laughs) You can't even tell that I added hair in there. (laughs) It looks like it's growing out of her head. (laughs) And then we get a confessional. We're all monogamous, but we do like I have a great time. (laughs) So you're monogamous, but we do have like to have a great time. So we see them truly having a great time oh, yeah. all over some men um, living their all best over, life. Yeah. So they're all monogamous. So even those two ladies that were getting ready to make out over the piece of chicken at the... I guess that, so. Does that count or... Yeah, is a make out cheating? Mm, I guess every well, well, that's they didn't really make probably, out though. N- no, they didn't. But did yeah. they later on? But did they? Yeah, yeah. I know. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not convinced. But probably whatever. not. And Layla, we hear Kim knows how to get what she wants out of life, and Kim's just like grinding up all on these men. Oh yes, all different kinds of men all over, and they are literally living their life. Having a blast, and they I, were having I a great time. Me too. Me too. Get your life, girl. That Get is it. how you do a girls' trip. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, this is all on camera, so they must have that understanding. Like, well, they're monogamous. You no, know, so, mon- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Scott's gonna see this, and he's like, you know, yeah, you're all over these dudes, but it's okay because you're coming home to me, mm-hmm. and I actually do very much appreciate that. Yep, because. When you know that he's secure. Yes, very. And the relationship. Then we get outside the club, the iconic line of the night. Did you see him? You missed it. He had a Woody, didn't he? You went over there and he was very sweet, but he couldn't help himself. And his wife was a really good sport. She was. Oh, she was very sweet. She was very sweet. Yeah, they're actually in the gal. They're not behind the gates, but they're in the area. Oh, okay. I was like, what? He had a Woody, didn't he? Oh, my God. It was just a lot. Like, he had a Woody, probably. What do you mean his wife was a good sport? Like, when was the last time you heard someone say Woody? Then, just (laughs) in 2006. (laughs) Should we bring Woody back? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Let's let's try it. it's fun. Yeah. Let's see if it catches on. So she was a good sport. Oh, no. She was very sweet. Um, but they're not behind the gates. But they're in the area. That part. Shade. Shade. They're in the area. Kimberly. It was, per- uh, it was perfect. Flawless. Could not be more obsessed with that shade. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so great because it's like, both her and then the Vicky thing with Lori earlier. I don't even think they realized they were shading them. No, I don't think so either. But I you mean, know now, give me more behind the gates or in the area yeah. of the gates shade. <laughs> right. That's what I need. You know, now at this point, everyone knows we love a good read. We love some good shade mm-hmm. there. They were not doing that on purpose to, to oh, no. you know, make a scene. No, they, it was just unintentional. 
just Incredible. talking. Oh, man. And then we've, you know, leave our girls. They go to bed, maybe, because they are monogamous. Mm-hmm. So they go to bed and behave. Mm-hmm. Vicky's in New Orleans checking in on Michael. Michael reveals, I was kicked out of school because of his GPA. <laughs> Literally kicked out of school. Not like suspended, not like academic probation of some sort. Kicked no, out. That was the last straw. <laughs> like your first semester kicked out mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so he's taking classes to get that back up so he can get back into school and vicky left this list for him to do chores homework <laughs> i'm not doing any of that is what he says <laughs> okay michael michael was like lol no <laughs> i didn't have a good time with my friends i'm not doing any of that but also, I want to go back to school, so I don't know how that's going to all play out. But, you know, I'm just doing it to do what I, I want to live my life. Mm-hmm. He was like, just and it's crazy don't leave me a list. Now, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's crazy thing now because he's, like, so successful and turned out yep. great. But, I mean, he was young. So he had to do it's it good in to his, see that he grew out of yeah, it. Yeah, he had to do it in his own time. And, you know, Vicky is pretty pushy. And so he most of it was probably him being like, no, like, cut it out. <laughs> And then Vicky and Lori, during all of this, are prepping for their meet and greet. And Vicky is wearing this little camisole crop top with a little maroon cardigan. Remember that's those? Like uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember those, too. I feel like I got, yes, my girlfriend in high school. Oh. Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I probably got her one of those as part of, like, some sort of gift, you know, an outfit of some sort. Absolutely, they were thing they and... were so cute. I had those absolutely, and with a little tank top and like those terrible mm-hmm. gaucho pants. <laughs> <laughs> but what's funny oh about God. that to me, the crop top especially, is in the earlier episode when they're prepping for this, they're talking about what to wear, and Lori's like wants to be like she's like I want to be like a slut with my outfit, Mm -hmm. you know, like, let's be, let's be flirty. And Vicky's like, no, we have to be conservative. (laughs) Meanwhile, she shows up in this crop top. I'm like, okay, so OC conservative, I guess. uh (laughs) This is OC conservative outside the gates where I can be myself still conservative. (laughs) Like, exactly. (laughs) Vicky's just, you know, they're at this conference. She's so passionate. She loves insurance. I think she thinks insurance is better than sex. I, absolutely, I, she I does. Absolutely, and think a so. lot of those people too. I was like, "Wow, y'all really love your jobs." So what is talk that about like? a Woody? Oh my god, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> they all had Woodies for insurance. Like, <laughs> never seen and anything like it. <laughs> it's literally what I would picture if someone tried to suck me into an MLM. Yes, like the way that they were talking about it. And well, Vicky's they- has this like smile of like passion and like it looks like she's gonna cry almost yeah like she's yeah. just so she's feeling that passion that burn mm-hmm. it was wild because i'm like y'all are talking about insurance selling <laughs> insurance to people <laughs> okay i also have to say we're reading them and dragging them for this but this is probably how we sound when we talk about bravo <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> There goes the hypocrisy again. Yeah. Weird. Look at what we're doing right now. (laughs) Literally. Kimberly, this is the next morning after our Woody night. Oh, my God. Nothing like a monogamous night. Yes. Whatever you want to call it. Oh, the next day recap. (laughs) Yes. Always a good time. Uh, You know, I love a next day recap at brunch. It's one of my favorite things. There's nothing better. You're all talking about, like, what the hell happened? Also, who did what with who last night? Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's thrilling. And it's all happening over cheap champagne. Like, incredible. Yes. <laughs> Kimberly's first statement is, all those people wanted to do shots off my tummy. <laughs> <laughs> no, not your tummy. Why did they want to you... do that? I, I'm not sure. Why, Kimberly? Oh, no, girl. <laughs> Kimberly lost, and then Kimberly lost her belly button ring that were real diamonds, four of them, and 14 karat gold. Which is like, what kind of body shots were you doing? <laughs> like, what? 
Hoover vacuum mouth person like sucked out your belly button ring. They're not easy to get out. Like that's what I'm saying. I used to have one and you have to like put it's not just going to come out from like a body shot. So like what are y'all doing? So as a girl, are belly button rings a thing still? I don't think I mean, mine's been out for (laughs) quite some time. I don't know if the youths are getting them, if that's still a thing. (laughs) I don't know. Like, I don't know. That was like the thing in high school. Mm -hmm. And like everyone needed their belly button pierced. And it was like, I know parents would be like, irritated over it or they they people they would like say oh no that's trashy and all that and everyone just lived for it oh yeah my mom hated it but yeah Yeah. it was so obnoxious those long like terrible like (laughs) bangly ones too oh my god yeah they were so ugly but they were cute then kimberly had been saying to layla you know i was dancing with this puerto rican in the in the velour jacket in the velour jacket (laughs) i don't know the jacket i have no idea what his nationality was i just turned around and went i said huh i wonder what scott would think of me dancing with the young puerto rican guy in the velvet coat i said why do you you keep stressing out about that she says well you know scott would much prefer you know to hear about me uh dancing with the classier kind of guy i said you dance with a dwarf and a guy in a wheelchair. I agree with a Puerto Rican was a simple. <laughs> Scott and I both were solid enough that he knows I can go out and go have fun with all my girlfriends and dance and be crazy. And he doesn't have to worry about it. And I don't have to worry about him. We tell each other everything. How about that thinly veiled racism right there, like, honey? Mm, what does that mean? How do you know if he's classy or not? And you kept saying Puerto Rican, so it's weird. Layla says, you dance with the dwarf. And a guy in a wheelchair, the Puerto Rican was a step up. Dude. Okay. Uh, oh. So many things wrong with that. A step up and also dwarf. And and a guy in a wheelchair. A wheelchair? Like, you know, like it's I a lot that. to process. Like, and then you've ranked them in this very weird way. And what's even crazier, and it shouldn't be crazy to me because I feel like we know this about that area and mm-hmm. that time, but they didn't even bat an eye at what they were saying. It was no. like not even, if anything, Kimberly sort of covered herself by saying a classier kind of guy, which we know what that means. Right. Because it's, it's not like, a white guy. Were all of the other guys that you yeah. were dancing with classy? The one with the witty? I- <laughs> 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 he was classy. No, I could not even with that. I was like cringing, cringing, cringing and had to get out of that scene. Thank God we did. Mm -hmm. But um, Vicky and Lori, we get to them back in New Orleans and Vicky sold almost $500,000 in new policies in the last year and got a standing ovation. Vicky loves her affirmations. Uh, Yes, she does. That's what I was going to say. She lives. Okay. She just wants to be told you're amazing. You did great. Good job. Mm-hmm. And that's literally the way to her heart. A standing ovation. She had a Woody when that happened. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she, you give Vicky a standing ovation. It's over. I mean, as I always say about myself, I'm damp. Yeah. Oh, I feel like. Yes. Absolutely. Oh my God. Totally. She was sliding all over that place. It was like, <laughs> it was like. <laughs> Sliding, <laughs> not sliding, not a snail trail. <laughs> but then we do have like a cute moment where Vicky and Lori truly are bonding over this because Lori's also so proud of her. She, on one hand, she doesn't know if she can do this. Like she doesn't. She wants to make Vicky proud, but she's also like, I don't have the passion or the drive for this, but I need to because I need to pay for my life right that's the tough part you know <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like okay i, need I feel to do that this job, right but it's like i <laughs> do not it's one thing to like not be crazy about a job but like to have everyone else around you just be like so hyped for it it's like uh, okay how do i get and, there or it's just not right. gonna happen like maybe i should do something else i don't know not only everyone hype around you but you are clearly have a deficit on the skills too with it because mm-hmm. that's not you were just kind of thrown into it right you don't know so what you, you don't know 
it was cute because Vicky opened up about her dad. And so one of the reasons why long-term insurance that she got into is her dad had Alzheimer's and then her mom had to spend their retirement to take care of him. Mm -hmm. So that influenced how her and Lisa decided to go in the insurance business. And Vic or Lori said her dad had a massive stroke. So they could bond over that. Mm -hmm. And then later that night, they go out to Bourbon Street. Dudes are asking Vicky to show her boobs. She doesn't. Mm -hmm. Unf you know, she does in later seasons, but not this I season. I know, like, where's Tamara when you need her? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How are we not going to see one titty this this season? I don't know. OC loves to show a titty. Yes, they do. <laughs> and on purpose, not like a Cynthia Bailey Nene leaks where it just falls out. <laughs> and then we get back to Joe and Slade. Of course, they get me fired up in this scene. Joe comes home, tells Slade, I got a job, which say I was the only one working in my household and paying for both of us and all of that. If my partner came home and said, you know what? I got a job. I would be thrilled. Of course. More money. Exactly. It's more money. And it's like, she is so excited. So you need to get on that level too. Like what is wrong with you? He's trying to say you agreed to like run the house and the help the family and all of this stuff. I'm sorry, the amount of times the kids are there, they're not there like when you're not there. So that's like at nighttime, it seems. Mm -hmm. And Joe's there by herself at home doing nothing. What's she supposed to do all day? Do you want her to keep cleaning the house every day? Mm -hmm. Like, is that it? And yep. just sit and, and just like, wait for What him. does she need to run in the household? I don't know, dude. You can tell he's like really just trying to be one of those rich people that's like, you have to do like the things at the house and whatever. And it's like, well, you know what? Why don't you like get a staff for the house? Literally. And that's something that rich people do too. Like do that. Right. Leave that girl alone. And exactly. She's, she had goals while Slade has, you're my trophy wife. I was just, oh, he's so gross. He was gaslighting the shit out of her. Oh too. yeah. I, like, oh, I hate him. I can't like, I hate him. <laughs> Like, trying to make her feel bad for pursuing her goals. I'll say, sure, we'll give him one little piece. It would be probably good for them to have a conversation, like, just to be in the loop because you're in a relationship. And that's what you, you do. Know, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He but can the have rest that. of it, fuck off. <laughs> no, he Pardon. just wants to control everything. And you just want mm -hmm. her to sit and have, like, she's not happy. She told you she was bored. You didn't really offer any. So you don't want her going to work, but you want her to go to like the country club or like where whatever they do and like be a lady who lunches. Like, w why? What's the difference if she's not going to be in the house when she's doing that either? So you just don't want her to have her own money because you want to be able then to control could, her. There's an independence there, right? Yeah. Like what he said to her to try and gaslight this whole thing and put this all on her. Slade says that she sees her future and he sees our future. I could not have rolled my eyes more. No, she sees her future and your in our future moment. Just because she got a job does not mean she doesn't see or she's not doing that for all of you. No, it's, and, it's and she just said, I mean, after she came back from like hanging out with Kimberly and stuff, she was like, yeah, you know, she worked until she was like 31, 32. Then she like had the kids and started staying at home and like whatever. And Joe jo was like, that's what I would like to do. She said it very clearly. Joe is not 31 or 32 yet. Okay. How old is she? Like She's 23? 24. 24. Okay. And so let her do her thing. And then she's, I mean, come on, exactly. there has to be some kind of compromise here. So they end the episode there and we'll see what happens next episode. More gaslighting, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> my, my, the favorite, literally the men on Housewives love that. Shit oh, so yes. Much. They love a gaslighting moment like nothing they else. just do. I got to give it up to um, Kimberly and Vicky for giving us some good shade. Some moments, the monogamous, the woody. <laughs> the snail trail <laughs> but then we also have those moments where we're watching and i hope we never go backwards like we do in 
say the things that were said. Yeah. These are yeah. teachable moments. Yes. That ain't it, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> that, there it is. It's just as simple as that. Okay. Well, Raven, thank you so much for joining me today. Steve, thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun, as I knew it would be, but what a journey. I love you. <laughs> I love you yes. more. You got to tell everyone where, remind them where to find you, because I'm sure oh. all of these people do follow you, but remind them and Stop. tell them about your pod. Sure. Um, okay. So you can find me at Mainly Bravo on Instagram and Twitter. Um, my podcast is called Bitches Better. It's a reality TV podcast. So obviously, I talk about Bravo, but I talk all the other stuff too. 90 Day Fiance, Love After Lockup, Love Island, you name it. <laughs> I'm talking about it. And you can follow um, the podcast Instagram page is at Bitches Better Podcast on Instagram. Thanks again for joining us today. If you're loving, but now we said it, a free way to help us is by rating and subscribing to the pod. 